At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, as always, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois. Plenty to cover on tonight's show. Let me tell you what we got in order. 15 minutes from now, Paul Spore, contributor, podcaster, writer over at Fangraphs, will be joining us to talk all things baseball. We'll kind of just get a brief, I guess, recap of the season up to this point. Teams he thinks could be overrated, underrated, and naturally the plays he's got on the diamond tonight. So, again, that will be in 15 minutes. Afterward, 30 minutes from now, Frank Hanrahan, host of the D.C. CityCast, will be going all over the place with us. I mean, we'll talk some hockey naturally. We'll see if he's got any thoughts briefly in basketball. But aside from that, uh, with Frank, well, if we got some time, maybe we'll squeeze in some talk about football and his commanders. I know he's not necessarily the most excited or has the most hopes for his team this year. But again, if we have some time, we'll squeeze it in. But mostly hockey and basketball. And then at the end of the show, we will squeeze in some more baseball. I've got one bet tonight on the diamond, and then we'll go ahead and recap the plays that we introduce in this segment at the very beginning of the show. So without further ado, let's jump into it with my best bets for the evening, a.k.a. Danny's Dimes. We've got a couple to look forward to this evening. We've got one prop in the National Basketball Association and then one play in hockey tonight. 
then I'll just give you my leans with the full games and furthermore. So let's go ahead and begin with the first game in the NBA postseason slate. The Bucks and the Celtics series tied up at two apiece. And we see Boston after getting that huge game four win coming back home and being presented as a five-point favorite. You've seen it up to five and a half. Heck, I've even seen it at six. But right now at Bet Rivers, you are seeing the Celtics laying five. Money line, they're minus 205. As for Milwaukee, catching about plus 170. Total uh, 214 and a half is where it opened. It's actually ticked down a little bit now to 212 with a little bit of juice on the over minus 112. So, uh, look, we did cash our one series bet for this matchup we got over five and a half games at minus 167 to come through we're still holding our tickets for the bucks to win in six and the bucks to win in seven and obviously we're going to need them to win this game because if they don't i really don't have that high, uh that much high hopes for them and really after they blew that 10 point lead in game four i kind of had my hopes diminished a little bit as well but we have seen crazier things happen and the bucks still have Giannis, which you know makes him a live dog at any situation so if i were betting anything I would probably objectively wait to get a better number on the Celtics or pre-flop wise, I would take the points with Milwaukee. But that's not the angle I'm looking to approach. I'm looking at a player prop for this spot. And Marcus Smart is a guy that jumps out to me for a prop that hopefully we could capitalize on. So when you look at Marcus Smart, you don't necessarily think of him as a perennial scorer or necessarily a deep threat in terms of him shooting three. So I was curious to see what his three-point field goals prop was. And two and a half is the number. Overs plus 110, under about minus 140. Now, I do agree with the juice being on the under. And I think realistically this number should be set at about one and a half. But we have seen him go over this plenty of times, don't get me wrong. But again, I think it's worth laying the juice in this spot to go with Marcus Smart under two and a half three-point field goals made. In this series specifically, he's averaging just 1.3 three-pointers made a game on about 4.3 attempts. He has yet to get more than two threes in this series in all of the three games that he has been involved with. He went one of six in game one, one of four in game two, and then two of three in the most recent game he played in. This playoffs, he's shooting 31% from beyond the arc compared to 33% during the regular season. And we know the Bucs are a solid team defensively. They can have their lapses from time to time, uh, time to time, excuse me, but they have stepped it up in this series. They are limiting their opponents to shooting less than 34% from beyond the arc during the playoffs, as opposed to opponents knocking down over 36%. So their defense has stepped up. At the same time, Marcus Smart and his offensive ability from deep has kind of trickled in the wrong direction. So I'm going to bank on the fact that he stays under it once again. So give me Marcus Smart under two and a half, three-point field goals made at minus 140. So that's the angle I'm looking to bet for that game. And, of course, we'll be rooting for the Bucks. As for the later game tonight, 8.30 p.m. Central Time tip, Warriors going on the road looking to close things out against the Grizzlies without their star player and John ja Morant. And even with Morant out, the Warriors still only a small favorite here, relatively being a four-point favorite on the road. They're minus 177 on the money line. Memphis as the home dog catching plus 145. Total open 219 and a half. Now this thing is dipped down to 219. By the way, the spread open as low as two and a half at a lot of shops, so the initial movement did go to the Warriors. As for the money line at Bet Rivers, Golden State open minus 149. Again, now you're seeing it up to minus 177. 
So the Warriors, man, I mean, they just really look sloppy in every single game except for game three where they just completely destroyed Memphis. But without John Morant, we know the Grizzlies had done well without him during the end stretch of the regular season. And they continued to do pretty well without him in game four, but they did blow the lead. The Warriors came back, even though it wasn't pretty, got the job done 101 to 98. Now, in terms of the series plays, we are sweating out the Warriors minus one and a half on the series spread. So hopefully the Warriors can come through. And I do believe they actually do clinch the series tonight. And I understand if you're a little hesitant to want to trust Golden State because I'm kind of in the same boat. And I've talked about it ad nauseum about not wanting to lay spreads and willing to lay more on the money line. But because of just... I don't know, just the unreliability from Golden State right now, I don't want to lay as high as minus 177. And because of the strategy that we have had the past two games, really every game, at least when the Warriors have won, to wait and get a better number in-game, why wouldn't I just do that once again? Instead of paying minus 177, at some point you got to think that it's going to be a back-and-forth battle or we see Memphis get out to a hot start or at some point in the game and then you can attack Golden State with a better price throughout the midst of this game because without John Morant and you saw this happen in the last game they didn't have a reliable closer right and that was the difference when the Grizzlies won game two John Morant was unstoppable nobody could limit him he was knocking down shot after shot at the end of the game and they weren't able to do that this past game you clearly saw Dylan Brooks struggle see what happens with him more on him in a second but again there's not really that lethal threat offensively without the presence of John Morant so I do think Memphis can keep this close they're fighting obviously for their playoff lives tonight and Golden State has struggled overall shooting wise unless they completely just wake up and look like the vintage Warriors and Splash Bros I do think this is going to be a close game however I believe Golden State pulls it out because of the inability for Memphis to close it out without their top guy John Morant so have some patience, wait for a better number, and then, like we've been saying, look to pounce on Golden State in-game. So that's going to be my strategy for the overall game. I did want to mention one prop here that I thought was really intriguing. Man, it's tempting to bet, but I, I, I might hold off. But it caught my attention. So you can do the head-to-head -head who's going to score more points prop at Bet Rivers, and you can do Jordan Poole versus Dylan Brooks, and it's minus 113 for each player. And it makes you scratch your head a little bit because Poole is averaging 23 points per game this series compared to Brooks, who's only averaging 6.7 points per game this series. Poole has outscored Brooks in every single game. Now, Brooks has gotten taken out of one game immediately and was suspended for the other. But with Morant out of the mix, you know that Brooks has to step up and be kind of one of those top guys. But when he had to play in that role in the last game, took 19 shots made just five of them ended up with 12 points and that was Jordan Poole's most lackluster game and he still outscored him 14 to 12. His shot selection is a little bit different compared to the regular season for Dylan Brooks. He's taken a lot more attempts from beyond the arc and isn't as successful from beyond there whereas Jordan Poole yeah he's knocking down his threes but he's also being more aggressive toward the rim. You've seen him get out and transition a lot and attack and that's been the success of Jordan Poole. The Warriors have been relying on him when Klay Thompson has been struggling when Steph Curry has not really had consistent shooting. So it's almost one of those bets where it's like man this seems too good to be true based on what we've seen. But the desperation levels, like we said, are very high for Memphis. Someone's got to step up. And Dylan Brooks does perform better offensively at home. So I'm going to stay away from it because, again, it just seems too good to be true. But if you have more confidence in it than I do, I would suggest taking a look at Jordan Poole to score more points than Dylan Brooks. 
But again, aside from having interest in that prop, I would just wait in-game to attack the Warriors. All right, that's our postseason basketball coverage from my two cents kind of criteria. Let's go over to the Stanley Cup postseason now, and let's talk about this Dallas Stars and Calgary Flames game. So this series has been... Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, this has just been really tough. A lot of them have been, and it's really been a strange one because Ottinger has done so well, yet the market isn't necessarily trusting him because you can only do so much and expect to continue to win if you're Dallas. Now, Calgary opened up minus 208. They're all the way up to minus 240 right now at Bet Rivers. As for the Stars, they opened about plus 188. Now they're catching $2. Total open 5.5. We still see it at 5.5. The juice is big time on the under, though, minus 132. So again, this series knotted up at two apiece. Calgary won game one, one nothing, and game four, four to one. The Stars won game two, 2-0, two -oh, and then game three, four to two. So only one game has gone over this total of five and a half. Now again, I told you about Ottinger. He's been outstanding. He's only allowed six goals, has a 1.53 goals against average, save percentage of 96%, and one shutout this postseason series. But again, you kind of think it's only a matter of time before it starts to catch up because the Flames have outshot the Stars 150 to 106 this series, and Markstrom's pretty much been as good. He's only allowed five goals, 1.27 goals against average, 95% with his saves, also has one shutout. I do think Calgary capitalizes in the spot. I don't want to lay 240. I think Ottinger's good enough to keep it within a puck line. So I'm going to go the win in regulation bet. I laid minus 124 with the Flames in that regard. So give me the Flames on the 16-minute line to win in regulation for our hockey bet tonight. So Flames to win in regulation. And then we're going Marcus Smart under two and a half three-point field goals made for a couple of our Danny's Dimes. One more in baseball coming in the show. And speaking of baseball, we'll talk more about it. Paul Sport joining us next right here on Rush Hour. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network.
The VEASAN Spring Special is here, and for only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from right now throughout the end of July. So the next few months, as we know, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. It includes Adam Burke's daily best bets in Major League Baseball, Jonathan Von Tobel with his top plays throughout the NBA postseason, and Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Plus, we'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59. And then you can be a subscriber through July 31st. So make sure you sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. That's vsin.com slash spring. Okay, welcome back to it. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Going to be talking a little bit more baseball here. So let's go ahead and welcome on Paul Sporer, podcaster, writer over at Fangraphs, at Sporer, where you can follow him along on Twitter. Paul, you and I were kind of just getting into it before we got cut off in the break here, but uh, we're kind of getting into the larger sample size when we can get some reliability, perhaps, with some of these pitchers and what to expect. We talked about the dead and ball to begin things. We're still seeing glimpses of it, but it seems like slightly we are seeing more run production. Look at the Brewers in the Reds game today, 14-11. to 11. Hey, even the Cubbies are scoring right now, 5-2 to two over the Padres. Are we kind of turning a corner here? Was this expected? Uh, what do you have to speak on that matter? Are we going to keep seeing maybe more runs? I mean, the, the ball still looks like a mush ball often, but the numbers have to regress some, right? And, you know, we can't take an isolated sample and make too much of it like one big game and say, oh, they put in different balls. But it's good to see some numbers being put up on the board. I think as things get warmer um, and as natural regression takes over, we'll see some things. But if they use the mush ball all year, it will still be a depressed offensive environment. There can be flourishes, but if they're still using that ball that is very clearly different, um, I think the overall product will still be lower on runs. I, I would like to see them actually switch the ball. As annoying as it is yeah. when they switch, <laughs> I'd like them to bring something a little bit more offensive because uh, this one currently is just offensive. Uh, yeah, I think uh, pretty much every fan and better agrees with you as at this point, unless you're cashing in on unders and maybe you want it the same. But then if it changes, hey, you could go the opposite direction. But yeah, enjoyment wise, we're seeing these hits just look like they're going to be crushed. And then it's just kind of a lackadaisical pop up. So it is very nuts mm -hmm. and seems like the opposite mantra of what Major League Baseball wants. But uh, you know how that goes all the time. Uh, Paul, I know you got plenty of action in the slate of games tonight. Let's jump into it. I want to go with a later game tonight. The Texas Rangers hosting the Kansas City Royals, we see Texas laying about minus 141. Total anywhere from about eight and a half to nine. It seems like it's kind of gotten steady at eight in the hook. What angle have you been looking out for this game later tonight? You know, uh, as we talk about the runs kind of not being there, I'm still going to go with the over here and take the eight and a half. I saw a nine. I'd love to shop it to eight and a half. Feel even better about that. You got double bullpen games here from the sixth and eighth worst bullpens by Sierra. That's skill interactive ERA that takes the core skills here that we're talking about 20th and 26th in uh, uh, strikeout minus walk rate. So again, just poor bullpens here, and they're both going to be using five, six guys today. Not to mention um, that, that while their offenses aren't great, 
each has had their own flourishes. Uh, obviously, KC doesn't really uh, have a bunch of power. They go more for the hits and, and the high contact. But Texas has a little bit of power. So while I don't love either offense, I do like these bullpens to give up some runs. All I need is nine runs. Give me a five to four game. That shouldn't be too much to ask from KC and Texas <laughs> with two bullpen games, although it has been this year. Now, Paul, just taking a little side question here because I reference it so much, as do so many people, when you're looking at fan graphs and how to handicap games, of course, you want to look at those advanced metrics. And you mentioned Sierra, and that's obviously a huge one to use. What do you think maybe is more important or that you rely on more? Because FIP is obviously a big one you want to consider. Is that something you kind of look at both of them, or is there one you hold more strongly than the other? How do you really process all of that information? I, I do look at both, but I do hold Sierra a little bit tighter because it is a better predictor of ERA. By, by a slight margin, if you're using FIP, you're certainly not off track or, or completely going down the wrong road. You're going to get to a lot of the similar answers. But... You know, year over year, Sierra has been proven to show uh, uh, ERA correlation better. So if I'm looking to see what these teams are going to give up, I'm going to lean on the Sierra. But FIP is also more readily available. So you go with what you got sometimes, too. Awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I love the stuff you guys put out there at Fangraphs. Use it on the daily, and I know you're a big contributor, so always appreciate that. Uh, Paul, so we know you're looking for runs in the Royals and Rangers. Looks like you may be looking for some also in this game with the Twins and the Astros. These teams have kind of been a little bit tough for me to get a gauge on. We do see Houston Agreed. as a slight favorite. Totals at eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's tough. You're saying the same thing, so how are you looking about this one then? Again, you know, Maybe I'm crazy here because I am looking for more runs, but I'm going to go over on the eight and a half here too. And again, I'm just going to kind of keep challenging these, I guess. And and maybe it never catches up, but I think it will as offensive offense regresses and the weather gets warmer. Again, even with the mush ball, we should be getting nine, 10 runs more consistently. Uh, but Urquidy, who a pitcher I do like, only has a 15% strikeout rate this year and a 1.4 homer per nine. Archer has a better strikeout rate at 24%, but 2.3 homers per nine. Both offenses have underperformed, but they both have a ton of high-quality players. It shouldn't be a challenge to get 10 runs here. I know it will be, but I do think they can get over the 8.5. So I'm going to go over, and I'm going to take Minnesota as the home home dog. Um, it, it's not even so much that I, I love that side that much. I just think a home dog with a quality team like that against a fourth, fifth starter type, which is what Urquidy has been, I'm going to go ahead and take that. Plus, they don't usually let Archer get too killed. Four innings has been about his max. So even if he does give up a couple homers, they'll have him out. Uh, so, you know, I'm not too worried about Archer blowing this up for me either. Although the silver lining is that if he does, maybe that means the over will cash uh, more easily. All righty, we'll be rooting that one on. And aside from the sides and the totals, Paul, I know you have some investments in terms of the props tonight. Looking into that Red Sox and Braves game, what are we dialing up here? Look, when, Evaldi, when Nathan Evaldi's healthy, he's excellent. And he's healthy right now, and he looks wonderful. I got over five and a half Ks against Atlanta. He's reached six in four of his six starts. He's a 26% strikeout rate, 12% swinging strike rate. Atlanta is seventh in strikeout rate against righties at 25%. And they've struck out uh, in four of the last six against righties. They've struck out over five times. And it was exactly five in the other two. So they're right there at this number consistently lately, David, the Braves are. And Eovaldi's the guy to take advantage. We need six Ks from him. And he goes deep in the game. So he can even go seven, eight innings maybe to get those six. All right, Paul. Well, I'm not sure if you can hear the background, but we are live here out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in the Chicagoland I'm trying, I'm trying area. To figure and it's out funny. What, 
it's the Cubs. <laughs> so isn't it's it? funny. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. So it, it's comical because we are here in Chicago. You would think the the crowd would be rooting for the Cubs, but everybody's cheering because the Padres now have the bases loaded. As I'm looking <laughs> at the big screen now, so I, I guess in kind of a somewhat segue here, <laughs> yeah. And they're and they're rooting for the Padres to lock this, and I guess it's automatic fade with the Cubs at this point. But has there been a team or really a philosophy you've been looking in terms of in-game betting strategies as of this point, whether it's with fading a team, a bullpen totals, all of the above has there been anything you've implemented as of this point i i haven't done a whole lot on the in game but i know that first fives has become something that are a lot more popular these days with the continued shortened innings so i've been looking at those a bit more but the in game not as much i'm usually kind of dialed in on four or five games at a time uh, not as dialed in on like one or two which is what i would want to be able to feel comfortable with the in game so if, if i was a little bit more focused on a game or two i think i would do the in, in game but because I'm a little more scatterbrained and I like to watch all five, six, seven games at once, I don't really dial in on the uh, the in-game stuff. No, that makes sense, man. And, hey, Paul, before we let you get out of here, I know the last time we were talking, I mentioned the White Sox to win the AL Central. And man, I, that game the other night, I mean, my friend who's a diehard fan, he was just in pure shock that they blew that game, what, 8-3, to three, whatever it was in the yep. ninth inning. This bullpen definitely has some issues, but I did end up taking them minus 110 to win the AL Central right now at Bet Rivers or minus 134. We've got about, like, 40 seconds or so. Do you still think the revival option to win the division? Yeah, I still think they are a viable option. Again, I, I probably get my money in on the Twins right now. I do like them the best. I think they've got some good reinforcements, but I'm not out on this White Sox team, and I'm going to keep an eye on that number. They're dealing with a lot of injuries, but they still have a strong team. They got Moncada back. We'll see what happens with him. They can address the bullpen woes in season. I still like the White Sox, and I don't mind putting money in on them as the number kind of comes back to the pack. Well, I'm sure every Sox fan here is happy to hear you say that, Paul, and we very much appreciate you making some time as always. Best of luck with all your action tonight, my friend, and keep up the great work. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on. Talk down the future. You bet. Paul Spohr, folks. Follow him on Twitter, at Spore, and remember you can catch him over at Fangraphs, podcaster, writer, all the good info you need to bet in the diamond on a consistent basis. But, uh, yeah, if you hear the noise, we're looking at this Cubs game right now. 5-2 to two, the Cubbies do lead. Bottom of the six, one out, bases loaded. Apparently people ain't rooting for the hometown team, so we'll see what the Padres can do with the bases jacked. But coming up next, we will talk a little bit of baseball, mostly some basketball and some hockey. Frank Hanrahan, host of the D.C. City Cash joining us here on Rush Out. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and don't forget Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you'll get set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. 
Well, speaking of the city cast and the DC city cast, we're going to welcome on the host of it here on Rush Hour, that being Frank Hanrahan at J Frank Hanrahan, where you can follow him on the tweets. Frank, I know you're excited in your neck of the woods. You got a big postseason game to look forward to. The Capitals going on the road against the Panthers. They're catching plus 195. We see Florida laying minus 240. I total at about six in the hook. You and I were kind of just conversing a little bit about this series. I mean, Washington, they just never bend the knee, right? They're always fighting to the very end, and especially against one of the toughest teams in Florida. Uh, do you think they stand a chance tonight? And is the value maybe worth it? I, I, I love the value, Danny. I think it is absolutely worth it. And we've seen in this series so far, each game, except for game two, really tight. Uh, the last couple games actually uh, took the uh, Capitals uh, on the puck line plus one and a half. I, I sort of get that feeling that's going to be what's going to happen tonight in game five because every game except for game two has been really tight uh, in terms of for the Capitals. Now they blew them out in game three. Game four, woulda, coulda, shoulda. They are a puck hitting the post away from being up three to one in this series. So I love the Capitals tonight. Their road record immaculate in the uh, this season i know florida is very good at home but uh i think for value and just for the simple fact of how the capitals are playing they are the play tonight at florida for sure yeah look based off that number i i really wouldn't disagree with anybody saying they're taking that flyer on washington because of how this series has gone, because of the struggles we have seen from the Panthers, not only this year in the postseason, but last year. And again, Washington just fights to the very end, so I completely get that. And you mentioned the puck line, taking the puck and a half. Usually you're paying a very high price, but it's really relatively pretty low, minus 125 with Washington. So, hey, maybe that could be a decent angle to approach as well. But that should absolutely be a fun one to watch go down in Florida. Uh, Frank, some other D.C. interest. Well, we got the Nationals taking on the Mets tonight. The Mets have been on a little bit of a different trajectory than the Nationals have as of this point. And the Mets are laying minus 190 against your Nationals, who are catching plus 160 at home. This total, we're seeing eight in the hook with a little bit of juice to the under. Any skin in the game for this matchup? I'm going to continue to ride the Mets here, unfortunately, even though I host a show here in D.C. <laughs> I, I've seen too much of disappointment already in the Nationals. Uh, well under 500 pitching staff. It's really... Uh, on them, if they can get through five innings, you're looking pretty decent. Uh, but then their bats have just been quiet, and that has been a real issue. They've got Juan Soto batting second. I'm not sure exactly what the point of that is with their big slugger uh, batting second. They just can't score any runs. Last night, uh, it was interesting. Late, they had a chance to win, but they couldn't make a play at first, and an error allows two runs to come in. So just from the start right now, it's been a very disappointing season for the Nationals, and I when I when I look at the way they are playing, if they lose one or two in a row, I'm taking whoever they're playing until they win again. So I like the Mets tonight, even though it is it is a little uh, heavy there at mi minus one night. Yeah, I mean, certainly that's a little bit of a heavy price, but rightfully so based on the matchup. And not only are they a heavy favorite there, but also in terms of the NL East, Frank, we see them minus $2 being the Mets to win the division. Atlanta plus 255. Then you get the Phillies 9 to 1, Marlins 18 to 1, and then all the way at the bottom at about 300 to 1. Here come the Nationals. As of this point, is this kind of like you would only trust the Mets, so maybe a stay away so you don't lay a price, or is there potentially some value on a team like the Braves or the Phillies? Yeah, I'm always uh, leery of taking the actual favorite here. Yeah, I would say Braves or the Phillies. Braves defending champion, so that's always a, a good play, I think. 
Hey, the Mets have been very impressive out of the gate, but as we know, this is a long, long season. And, and unfortunately for our Nationals, they are such a long shot. I mean, I check those lines all the time at Bet Rivers, and I see every day that passes, the Nationals become such a long shot. And that's really hard <laughs> to accept. But yeah, in terms of who you're going to take in, in winning the division, I, I don't want to go with the actual favorite, but I like the Braves and the Phillies maybe to, to, to do something there down the line. All righty, Frank. Well, before we get you out of here, we still got plenty of time, but I want to switch over to the NBA tonight. Well, we know your Wizards aren't in it, but don't worry, my Bulls obviously aren't in it, but we still got to get your thoughts because I know you're a big Hoops fan and better. Tell us your thoughts for this Bucks and Celtics game tonight. We've seen, we've seen this spread get up to like as high as six, and well, now it's at five. Total's at 212. I, I mean, you know, I got a couple different angles. I'm betting the Bucks. I have them to win in six and to win in seven, so I'm rooting for them. I just don't know if I trust them. I mean, the last two fourth quarters, despite winning uh, game three, have been really brutal for Milwaukee. And now going on the road, it seems like a tall order to expect them to close this game out against the Celtics. Chris Middleton may be returning in the next couple of games, so you can cross your fingers for that. But without him, we're really starting to see late in games, Danny, the inability to close out. Now you got two guys who can do that, Drew Holiday and the Greek Freak. But now defenses like the Celtics are starting to understand how to defend him a little better and draw those charges and get him in foul trouble. But in terms of tonight's action, for some reason, this roller coaster of a series, I'm actually leaning towards taking Milwaukee and the points. And the reason being is so far, the home team has really not been dominant in this series. They split the first two in Boston. They split the next two in Milwaukee. So I think the 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 error of recency here is, oh, the Celtics, they just look really good in Milwaukee. They're back home. This should be a blowout victory. I'm going to go against that that thinking and that gut feel that I have. And I'll, I'll go out on a limb here and take the Bucks, getting the points tonight and bouncing back and showing a little bit of that offending champion dna so to speak so i like the bucks tonight plus the six hey if i get your boat of confidence i'll take that because i'm absolutely rooting for the bucks tonight so we'll be sweating that one out together my man uh anything for this later game then golden state and memphis we see the home dog memphis catching four this totals at 219 we understand memphis is without john morant but they did well without him toward the end of the regular season and even though they lost the last game they absolutely kept it close until the end what do you think happens for this spot this is another situation danny i'm thinking that golden state should close out but they did not look that good last time right. out and that was at home they were clanging threes like luggage they weren't that sharp we know that without uh, John Morant, the Grizzlies have actually played pretty decent basketball. In fact, great basketball without their superstar. They should be kicking themselves because late game decision making. We've seen this a lot, even at the highest level. It's who's closing out and making smart decisions. Memphis took awful shots late in that game. So they're coming home. They're thinking, you know what? We play a little smarter. We have a chance to actually push this series a little farther, even without our superstar. So with that said, I'm going to be a brave soul again tonight. I'll take the home team <laughs> catching the four points. I'll take the Grizzlies at home. All right, Frank. Hey, I got to move on to tomorrow because this series has just been like a drama television show at this point. The Suns and the Mavericks, you're seeing Booker and Doncic exchange of words back and forth. Chris Paul's family's getting involved. It's just been utter nonsense. How do you think this next game goes down? Phoenix is a two-point favorite. They struggled the first two road games at Dallas. But is it at that point in the series where the momentum has completely swung toward Phoenix and they should be able to close it out? Or do you really think that it's just going to be a home-and-road, back-and-forth type of series? 
I think it's a home and road back and forth type series. Dallas ran out of gas in the third quarter. It was tight, you know, first 24 minutes last night. And then, you know, Phoenix Tricks took over and won by 20. But for some reason, that secret elixir, that that recipe, that formula, that chemistry in Dallas has something special going for the Mavericks. So I love, I don't want to say love, but I like the Mavericks getting the points back at home because they lose by 20. I mean, look, they've never been in any games in Phoenix, right? But now they're back at their home uh, stadium. I, I think that is a huge advantage for Dallas. I like them getting the, the, the bucket uh, tomorrow night, getting those two points. And then how about the Sixers and Heat? Two and a half, Philly home favorite. This is a home and road series again. <laughs> is this going to be the same type of thing where we see Philly bounce back then at home? Well, Philadelphia better or else they're going to be they're going to be really uh, ticked off and, and screaming for Doc Rivers' head and wondering oh, if yeah. they made the right choice with James Harden. They have to respond, right? Um, and, yeah, I'm going to go with the home team again. I think they do actually defend home court and push it back to Game 7 in Miami. It, it's amazing how the home court can affect these series. And we talked about that actually on the D.C. CityCast where, look, some of these teams are just, just better at home, and I think that's going to be the case with Philadelphia. So I will lay the, the two and a half. Uh, tomorrow night and i'll take the sixers i'll cross my fingers and hope they can push it back to miami all righty awesome stuff per usual from our guy frank hanrahan remember to follow him on twitter at j frank hanrahan and catch out the dc city cast multiple episodes a week frank great stuff thank you for making some time and best luck with all your plays yes always thanks danny i'll talk to you soon you bet. Sounds good. Frank Hanrahan, once again, at J. Frank Hanrahan on the tweets. Should be fun. A lot of action tonight and tomorrow. Like I said, I mean, that Suns and Mavericks series, this thing really is just like a drama television series as at this point in itself because of all the stuff that's occurring on the court and even off of it. But, man, that's intriguing. The Suns lane a little bit is tempting, but the Mavericks have been a completely different squad at home. Of course, we'll cover that more so tomorrow. Coming up next, final segment here on Rush Hour, One Plane Baseball. We'll recap my top bet tonight in the NBA and NHL. Stick with us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. It's Stanley Cup postseason time, and Bet Rivers has a special offer throughout the entire NHL postseason. And throughout this playoffs, you can place three same game parlays of $10 or more on each round, and you'll receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. 
you can think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions do apply. See side for details. Create your ideal combo with the same game parlays on the BetRivers app or at BetRivers.com. All righty, it is our final segment here on Rush Hour. Thank you for being with us. I'm Danny Burke, your host. You can follow along on Twitter at DannyBurke5. As for Beeson at Beeson Live on the tweets, we dished out a couple plays at the beginning of the show. We'll recap that momentarily, but I want to add one more additional play on the diamond tonight. Looking at the Red Sox and Braves once again. The uh, the Braves kind of screwed us yesterday, giving up a granny uh, early on in that game. They tried to come back and to no avail, so we're bummed out about that. We're hoping runs come in a plenty once again because I'm considering the over for this game between Boston and Atlanta. Now, we briefly teased this game with Paul Sporer at the beginning of the show, talking about Nathan Eovaldi. He's talked about how good he's really been, and he liked his strikeouts prop over five and a half. Now, he's right. Nathan Eovaldi has looked solid. He's 1-1 one one with an ERA of 2.94, and we talked about him liking Sierra being Paul Sporer, and 2.90 is his Sierra, which you look at that number the same way you would ERA, so it's a really good spot. Then his FIP is a tad bit concerning, though, 4.66, so that's definitely noticeable. He's got a respectable whip of 1.07, but where the concerns come back potentially for Nathan Eovaldi is his home run to fly ball ratio. League average is 10%. He is at 23.5%. So again, that's a little bit concerning looking at Ivaldi. On the road, he's also struggled a little bit. His FIP, 4.56. We know Atlanta's bats have been hotter as of late, so I'm hoping that they can at least beat him up enough to contribute some runs in that capacity. On the other side, Atlanta, they're tossing out Ian Anderson, the righty. He's 3-1, so he's got a good record, right? What about the underlying metrics, as we always want to consider? His ERA, yeah, that's a little concerning. It's high, 4.01. Even higher, though, is his FIP, 5.03. We talked about Sierra, 5.07. Absolutely concerning. He's got a higher whip of 1.38, and at home, he's been a train wreck. 8.22 ERA, 402 Woba, and a FIP at home of 6 0.62. It's hard to believe that he's 3-1 and one as of this point, but that's a testament to how good this Atlanta offense can be from time to time. Originally, I did want to back Boston here, and if you still want to, they're even money uh, as of this point. And look, maybe you don't trust their bullpen. Maybe you don't trust them in general, so you could look at a first five angle. Again, I do lean toward them. I'm just a little scared because of how bad they had been even before yesterday, but maybe they get on a little streak here playing against the Braves. But again, I'm gravitating toward the over. You look at the Red Sox, this is a little bit favorable matchup for them offensively. They're hitting better versus righties. The number's not great, but it's better than what they've been doing against Southpaws. They got a 632 OPS. The Braves, they're hitting better at home with an OPS of 718. And they're pretty much even, not really that big of a discrepancy between righties and lefties. But against righties, Atlanta has an OPS of 686. And we talked about the bullpens, right? I mean, the Red Sox, not really a reliable pen. They got a 4.07 ERA. The Braves ain't too shabby. They got an ERA of 3.39. So we'll see. But furthermore, the reason why I like this total going over eight, aside from fading Ian Anderson and just his stats is, well, in five starts, four out of the five starts have eclipsed this mark of the total being eight, right? And Eovaldi has fairly been solid, but like I said, I mean, these Braves bats have been picking it up as of late. 
And because of some of those other stats, aside from Sierra, maybe he could be due to get exposed or just struggle enough to get some help with that run production. And in terms of the weather, last I checked, the wind was blowing out. So I'm hoping that's all going to add up to a recipe of this total going over. You get the number at 8 right now. It's minus 109 each way at Bet Rivers. So I'm hoping we get a lot of runs in Atlanta between the Braves and the Red Sox. Give me the total going over at 8. So that's the one play I got in baseball tonight. Can go ahead and recap the plays that we had to begin the show. One play in basketball this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And it's going to start off in the first game with Boston and Milwaukee. Now, for the overall scope of things, I'm going to be rooting for Milwaukee. However, I will not be betting it. But what I will be betting is the prop with Marcus Smart under two and a half, three-point field goals made at minus 140. Now, I get it. It's a steep price to lay, but he is only averaging 1.3 three-point field goals made this series on 4.3 attempts. In the three games he has played in this series, he has failed to get over two and a half three-point field goals made. Went one of six, one of four, and then two of three respectively. Now these playoffs, he's actually shooting worse from deep compared to what he was doing during the regular season. So he's knocking down just 31% of his three-point attempts during the postseason compared to 33% during the regular season. That's not a big difference, but enough to still be worthy of a note. Uh, the Bucks defensively, they're doing better defending the three in the postseason, limiting opponents to shooting about 33.5% from deep compared to the regular season where opponents were knocking down over 36.5% of their three-point attempts throughout the course of the regular season. So, hey, maybe the Boston Celtics get a hot start. They don't need to rely on Marcus Smart to knock down threes. Or maybe it's just a tightly played game. You already see the total trending toward the under. Lack of opportunities, lack of offensive dominance, whatever you want to call it. I'm just thinking that Marcus Smart continues to stay under two and a half, three-point field goals made. I know it's a little bit steep to lay, but again, Marcus Smart not necessarily known as a three-point shooter. I'll take him under two and a half and lay the minus 140. So that's what we got for our official playing basketball. The other game, like we were saying, Golden State and Memphis. I'm going to wait in-game. I'm going to see if Memphis does get out to a hot start, if they can keep it close. If we just get a better number on Golden State, as you hear someone yelling right now, this guy's going nuts at every game. And it seems like he's losing because he's screaming, but nothing's coming through. But sorry, a little side note here. You know how hectic it gets at the Bat River Sportsbook. Uh, but I'm sure it'll be just as crazy for this game. And hey, like I said, in-game opportunity, it's happened pretty much every game. You can get a better number on Golden State. Even when they blew out Memphis in game three, they were down like 14 to begin. I got him like minus 120 on the money line. The opportunity will present itself. I think Golden State clinches it tonight. Without John Moran, there's not a guy that Golden State has the inability to contain. There's not a closer that Memphis can present offensively at the end of the games. So I think Golden State does find a way not too eager to lay the four. I'm going to wait, get a better number, not lay minus 177. And then, like we've said, then look to pounce on Golden State to win this thing outright and clinch the series. And hopefully our series bet that we had on them, minus one and a half games at minus 125. Then moving to hockey, at one postseason play on the ice, the Flames and the Stars. It has been a very tightly contested uh, series, but the betting odds are telling you that they have some faith maybe in Calgary tonight to take advantage in this series with it tied, uh, tied up at two apiece. Calgary opened about minus 208 or so. When we were first talking about it, they were up to minus 240. Now they've come down 10 cents to minus 230. Dallas, you're getting plus 190. Again, a short total of five and a half. The juice on the under 
minus 127. Calgary won game one, won nothing. They won the last one, four to one. The Stars won game two, two nothing in game three, four to two. So only one game has gone over the total of five and a half. But I'm not involved in the total. I'm betting the Flames to win in regulation at minus 124. Again, I do think Calgary wins. No shot, I want to lay minus 230. And I don't really have as much conviction to lay the puck line with Calgary because of how great Jake Ottinger has been and how close and defensive-oriented this series has been. Now, the Flames also seem like statistically they're due. And at some point, Ottinger is going to falter because they've outshot the Stars, being the Flames, 150 to 106 in this series. Ottinger has only allowed six goals. He's got a 96% save percentage and a 1.53 goals against average. But if you recall, he did actually struggle throughout the regular season against the Flames, 0-2 allowed seven goals and a 3.56 goals against average. So I get it. It doesn't necessarily translate to the postseason, but there have been some bad spots for him against the Flames, and I think that could persist once again tonight. And we're really not even getting Markstrom or giving Markstrom enough credit. I mean, he's only allowed five goals, 1.27 goals against average, and a save percentage of over 95%. He also has one shutout in this series, and he was a lot better at home during the regular season. Had a record of 22-8-7, 2.17 goals against average, five shutouts, 92% with his saves. I think the Flames get the job done. Again, I'm going to lay a little bit of a price here to bank on them winning in regulation, and that's going to be my one hockey play tonight. So it's going to be Calgary to win in regulation, minus 124. Marcus Smart. For his prop tonight against the Bucs, we are taking him to stay under two and a half, three-point field goals made at minus 140. Then we had our final play on the diamond tonight, hoping that runs come in a plenty down in Atlanta with the Braves and the Red Sox, betting that game to go over eight. That's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the games tonight, and best of luck with all your plays. Thank you to the crew. Thank you to our guests. And we'll be back tomorrow with plenty more postseason action. That Suns and Mavericks game going to be a fun one. We'll have plenty of action. We'll talk to you then. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.